can do without everything but life itself. Anything else is an add-on. It's a plus. We appreciate it. But life is what we need. Let's all stand. Amen. And uh, because we're not novices, this is not a new church, we're not privileged to make certain mistakes. It should be eradicated. We've been having some issues uh, with our movement, different people. It's out even tonight. But thank God, I still think the Lord can meet us here tonight. And not only that, and I appreciate that, but I come with a spirit of expectation. What about you? I came to make sure that I give God my best. As the psalmist said, that's entering into his gates with and into his courts with. We got a responsibility. What's our responsibility? Be thankful unto him and bless his name. We have a good reason because the Lord is good and his mercy is what? Everlasting. Let's thank the Lord already for the things he've done. Oh, God, if you don't do anything else, you've been wonderful to the wonderful people. You've given us life, the activity of our limbs, an opportunity to hear the overcoming message and to live an overcoming life. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your truth. Thank you for your loving kindness. Thank you for your faithfulness. Oh, God, thank you for the path that you put us on. It's a path toward immortality, eternal life, world without end. We magnify you for it. Glorify your wonderful name. Oh, God, help us to sing the song of Moses and to sing the song of the Lamb. And all things we want to be thankful for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Thank you, Lord God. You brought us out of darkness into this marvelous light. Oh, God, we glorify you for that. Thank you, Lord. This is the path, Lord, that the vulture eyes had not seen. The lion hadn't trampled it. But thank God this is the way the Lord has shown us to go. Glory be to his wonderful name. Thank you, Lord. It's in it we live, we move, and we have our being. It's a glorified life. going to bring us to a glorified end. If we don't be weary and well-doing, we shall reap in new seasons. So we want to tell the Lord how much we thank him. Oh, God, not petition for anything else. Just want to tell you thank you for what you've already done. This is a good life the Lord has given me. We don't have to serve sin any longer. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. So we want you to uh, press in. Uh, I like what Jesus Christ did when he resurrected from the grave. The Bible said that the, train, the, the veil of the temple was actually rent in twain. Showing you now we have a way to enter into the holies of holies. There's no more separating between you and eternal life. Thank God are you entering, not being able to enter into heaven itself. Uh, not third heaven itself, but enter up to uh, that is third heaven. There's a veil. There's a difference. There's, an, uh, there's a holy place, and it souls on the altar, and then there is the holies of holies. And there's one day that second veil will be rent when Jesus Christ himself come to get the remainder of the bride, or get the bride, yeah. and he'll go in collective into the throne room of God. What a wonderful opportunity. What a wonderful vision, a wonderful hope. So uh, open up your treasure chest. Those who went to uh, St. Mark, what a wonderful meeting. I mean from bell to bell. Uh, I can't even describe it. Uh, it was so thick, the priest actually couldn't officiate. The other night, that Sunday, you would have covered up what the Lord was doing. The knitting of the hearts of the people, uh, the spirit of appreciation and the admiration for the things of God. I am eternally thankful, grateful. Uh, I won't talk about it, yet I'd like to hear you, those who went. So let's tell the Lord we appreciate it one more time. Give the Lord a wave offering. Let him know it is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people. We are the sheep of his pastor. So we're thankful 
Oh, God, we're so glad that we're children and we're not bastards. You have included us in this wonderful plan of eternal life. Thank you, Lord. Amen. It's open. I thank the Lord for His grace and His mercy upon me that I'm not worthy of. Who will I to find grace before the Lord? I'm nothing. I want to take advantage of this occasion to worship more so that way I can feel more of his spirit. I feel like I had a great time where I felt the covering of the Lord. Even when I got back home, I still felt it. That proved to me that the Lord was in that area. That lets me know that the Lord approved the work that's being done in that area. And I felt blessed that the Lord allowed me to take part in this. I'm happy that I'm a part of a people who's seeking the Lord. And I feel like I didn't miss anything. He says, if we have God, we have everything. I have the people of God that's here and it's helping me. It's encouraging me. And it makes me feel like I'm not alone in this way. If I was alone, I'd ask myself, what would I do? Maybe I wouldn't be alive anymore. But I thank the Lord He gave me a chance to work on my perfection. Where I can hear the word of God that uh, teaching me to take off this carnal nature. He says, if you are in Christ, you are a new creature. The old things are passed away. And everything else is becoming a new. I believe it's not only I that's supposed to be speaking. I believe there's a lot of us that also went. I'm going to pray to the Lord. I believe that he'll, next um, voyage I can also be a part. Because we're starting to verify the price of the tickets. I feel blessed. Pray for us. We could be far naturally, but in spirit we are close. Because God is a spirit. And everyone should worship him in spirit and in truth. 
I thank the Lord for his grace. I went over there and spent the time over there. I felt like I had Saint to Marco. Pray. I felt like I had to pray for the young brothers in St. Marco. Uh, Caleb. Brother Caleb. Brother Jacoby. Brother Jacoby. Brother D. Bell. Brother D. Bell. And all the other brothers. But it's them that are in front. They're going to need a lot of prayer. And I know if the Lord stays with them, nothing will be difficult. And we're going to help them in prayer. I know the Lord can do everything. May the grace of the Lord be with you guys. Help me, help me to worship the Lord again. Oh, oh hallelujah. Uh, I won't stay long. Brother Frankie um, said um, most of what was needed to say. Um, it's just a, a small testimony on um, what happened uh, in San Marcos. There's a song that we sang on Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. It says, um, God has a plan for you. I, I don't know the rest of the song, but I, I remember just that part. God has a plan for you. Just to give you a little testimony, um, after Saturday's meeting, well, the, the weekend was wonderful, wonderful. From the time that we arrived, even if we arrived um, very late, we arrived like at 1 a.m. on Friday morning in the hotel. But from the time that the service on Friday till the service on Sunday, the, 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 the spirit of the Lord was so um, low and tangible. It was incredible. But um, just to give you a little testimony on Saturday, uh, after Saturday's service, uh, we went to the restaurant. Now, there were two restaurants. I think some were going to Cracker Barrels and some were going to 54. I think it was 54, the other restaurant. I'm not too sure. But I don't know either. So um, talking to Sister Janita, we decided to go to Cracker Barrels also. When we went there, um, we had a, it was an okay experience. It was good. It was good. The service, not the, not the waitress herself, but they were lacking, um, people to, um, workers. So the service was a little slow, but when the Lord, the Lord can put anybody on your path, he can touch anybody to talk to you about the Lord, to, 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 to do to work for him, let's put it that way. So while when we were leaving, there's the 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 waitress who taken off it was um, taken off the plates off our table, and as she was leaving, I heard a faint voice. Now I'm telling you, this this voice was very faint, and the person said, "God bless." Now my ears started to ring because that's a word that I know and I often say. And then I talked talk, spoke to Brother Frank and I said, hmm, "She told me God bless." Hmm. Now, I have to say, mind you, I didn't go to the restaurant, and I'm sorry to say that, but I didn't go to the restaurant with the intention of 
talking to someone to bring them to church. That was not my intention. That was far from my intention. But when she said, God bless, I said, hmm, she sounds like someone that's maybe interested in church. So let me give her one of the cards. And effect, effectively, I gave her a card and she said that she was looking for a place to go to. So I invited her Sunday and she came to the service on Sunday. Now, as soon as she came, everybody knew her because she was our waitress on Saturday. And one thing she said that she liked the, she liked the, um, the welcomeness, that everybody was welcoming, was heart, it was heartfelt, the welcoming. So then after, afterwards, one question she asked me when I texted her, she asked, she asked me, um, how long does the service last? Now, that was, on that was on Saturday evening. Now, I tried to um, skip by answering that question directly. So I just told her, well, I'll be leaving at 1130 because I have a flight, but I know you have to go to work, so you'll leave when you can leave without answering the question directly because I didn't want to discourage anybody or you, you never know, okay? But I thank the Lord that he touched her heart. She came, she enjoyed herself. I tried to do a follow-up with her. She texted me back, but it seems that she's a, uh, she's a student, a nursing student that goes to school during the day and works a lot in the evening. So we haven't had a chance to communicate, but I pray that the, the, the people in Austin, either, uh, in San Marco, either Sister Jazz or Sister Missy, will be able to get in touch with her. So that's my testimony. God bless you all. Uh, Brother Rick, and then Brother Felton, looks like. It was wonderful. So many words just don't really, uh, uh, they just don't convey it. it. The feeling is just so strong. The spirit is so strong. The, the love is so strong. Just like when I first walked through the doors here in, in uh, Trevor Assembly. Uh, really, they're not a whit behind us in anything, I don't, I don't believe. They're just as strong, just as loving and welcoming and it's, it's just, I love being there. It's a beautiful place, beautiful spirit, and uh, a church is getting dug out of the rock quarry. It's, it's amazing. It's inspiring. It's awesome. I wanted to give my little bit of a testimony. Uh, when I first came this way and heard things uh, from the uh, platform that really didn't make sense to me, I'd read the Bible before, and I'd been going to church, and I understood that there was a devil, and I understood about the rapture and all of these things. And to hear those things uh, uh, spoken against, and, and uh, that was a, a little bit rough for me. Speaking in tongues was new to me. A lot of things were, were kind of new to me. And, but I, I knew the spirit I felt when I came through the doors. I knew the genuine love, and there was nothing was going to dissuade me. Whatever issues I might have, they're just going to have to be in my pocket. And one by one, with over time, of course, uh, they go away. But I sat next to a lady on the flight over, and she asked about my church. Boy, if you give me an, an in, I'm, I'm going to tell you about my church and about my God and about my, my love for my, my Savior. And uh, I tried to explain to her as nicely as I could that we're not a denominational, and we're not a non-denominational. We are a, a, a body of Christ church is what we call ourselves, and we— uh, are directly under Christ. We don't have a headquarters. I saw a puzzled look on her face. 
I said, yeah, you can't join. You have to be added by a relegation. Another crazy, what? And I remember back when I came, I didn't know any of these things either. And I'll tell you the feeling, to be able to look back and see my growth from those days to, to now is one of the most beautiful things I've ever had in my life. It is a, a great and glorious thing to be able to understand and, and hear the truth of the word of God and to hold things in your pocket if you have to, but you'll see over time, everything works its way out. It'll be in the scripture of redundantly. It'll start in the Old Testament and it'll be in the New Testament. All my questions, I still have some, but they're, they're all, I trust they'll all be answered. And uh, I just, uh, I just was very, so happy to be in, in San Marcos. I was so grateful to be part of the experience, and uh, oh, it was, it was a packed, packed house. Uh, was it Friday night? I think was a, a packed house. It, it was pretty full Saturday and Sunday too. But wow, it was amazing to see that place full of people uh, hungry and thirsting after righteousness, striving for, for uh, a closer uh, walk with God. It's just. It's just wonderful. I, I think I'm running out of uh, descriptive words, but I, I had an excellent, awesome, wonderful weekend. I can't wait to go back again. I intend to return in April. So uh, I'm very excited and uh, praying for them and supporting them any way I can. God bless. It was short. Yes, sir. I'm so thankful to be here. I uh, was sitting in my seat just thinking about Last weekend, last week, actually, uh, the whole time being out, being with the people of God, it was just wonderful. And uh, scripture came to my mind, just, uh, I was just trying to summarize the whole week, uh, Psalms 133 and 1, uh, behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And I was just thinking about that same spirit that we feel here in Shreva, it's the same spirit that we felt we felt when we were in San Marcos. It's the same spirit that I'm sure the apostles felt when they were all together in one place and one accord on the day of Pentecost. And I'm just so thankful to be a part of what God is actually doing. And uh, it was a song that I thought about too. Uh, God's got an army that's marching through this land. And we have an opportunity to be a part of what God is doing. And um, it even just pricked my heart. I think I was sharing this with Brother Greg. There's work to be done. Uh, there's, uh, there's work to be done in San Marcos as uh, we're helping build, build that side of the wall. But there's work here in, uh, in Shreva, in, in South Louisiana. There's souls that need to be saved. There's people that need to hear the good gospel. There's people, and, not, and not, it's not Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John per se, but it's our lives, it's our, our attitude, our characteristics, how we go through things in our life. And I tell you, that really pricked my heart just to see the, uh, the desire that the people of God have in San Marcos to want to see uh, that work actually flourish. And I'm so thankful that I, we were able to go and, and be able to, to uh, put, our, put our hands to the plow and, and to work and uplift the name of the Lord in that area. And um, it's just a wonderful opportunity to be able to work for the Lord and uh, I can hear the message of what, what the ministry is actually telling us and that we, uh, we're trying to buy back our time so that we can, we can work for the Lord. And so I want to I stomp the accelerator. I was sharing that today with someone as far as naturally, just stomping the accelerator to, uh, to free up myself so that I'm able to, to do more for the Lord and not be so caught up in bondage with uh, 
with these creature comforts or things uh, that I, my necessary evil, things that I have to do for my family, because there's a lot of work that needs to be done for the Lord. There's a lot of souls that have to be saved. There's a lot of people that need to hear the good gospel. There's a lot of people that need to know who God really is and to see him in our lives. So I'm so thankful that we were able to go and um, I gleaned a whole lot and I'm sure everybody else did as well. It's just wonderful to just feel the wonderful spirit of God and to be able to fellowship. I saw the love of God, uh, which is the bond of perfectness. I, I saw the love of God, uh, everybody. It, and it was, it was extremely hot on that Friday night. But I can tell you, if we would have sung another song, I believe the saints would have kept on singing and kept on worshiping the Lord because the spirit was just so thick. And it was, it was extremely hot. But at the same time, you know, who are, who are we that we can't worship the Lord when it's uncomfortable for us. Who are we that we can't uh, abase ourselves? David said, I'll be more vile than this because he remembered his testimony, where he was and where the Lord actually brought him from. And so all of the things that God has done for us, he's allowed us to have certain things. That's nothing when it comes down to serving the Lord. You know, we'll be more vile than this. And so just to be able to work for the Lord, it's a wonderful opportunity. So thankful we had an opportunity to go so thankful that the people of God were there. We had a great show out from the, from the sanctuary here in Shreva, but um, just so thankful to, to see what the Lord is actually doing in San Marcos. So I'm appreciative to be here. I've never been a part of a start of a work. I've always added to an already been on for a while. So I think it's just a beautiful thing to behold the work that's um, being done there and to be able to be a part of that and to lend my strength to it in whatever way I am able. I'm so glad that we got to go and to see and to just feel everything that we felt while we were there with the people of God. And the second part of my testimony, praise report and thanking God. I don't know how many of you were still praying but and, the waiting. <laughs> and, waiting. and waiting, but the director of our unit called me this morning. Still interested in that position. Yeah, I've been doing the job for the past six months, so <laughs> I am interested. And she was like, well, um, I'm going to talk to HR, and they should give you a call on Monday, about 3 o'clock this evening. Okay. And so I drove home, and about at 4.15, I get another call. They're like, this is so-and-so from HR, and we just wanted to formally offer you the position. If you would accept it, we'd like you to start on Monday. And, of course, I accepted. <laughs> I just want to stand and thank God for everything that he's done and that he's doing and for everything that he showed me um, during these times. There were some times where my mind would play with me and like, you're doing all this stuff, but you're not getting paid for it. And, you know, just things to possibly get bitter or down about. But through all of it, you know, since August of last year, the Lord has showed me um, so much. He gave me Proverbs 21 as the rivers of water are in the hands of the Lord. So is the heart of the king to turn it whithersoever way that he please. He gave me to, you know, trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not onto thy own understanding and all thy ways. Acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. He gave me Colossians 3 and 22. It said, whatsoever your hands find to do, do it heartily as unto the Lord, not as men pleasers with eye service, but as, as servants of God, knowing that of the Lord you shall receive your rewards. So I'm just so thankful tonight yeah. to be here. Thankful yeah. for what God is doing in Lord. the land, in this land, in me, and in St. Marcos. And I just yeah. want to let the Lord know that I'm thankful. Amen. I'm grateful to be here tonight. and. 
I just wanted to share that the first thing I thought about when um, I was in the sanctuary of St. Marcus, despise not the uh, small beginnings, the scripture that said, despise not the days of the small beginnings. And I thought about how but it, and it back a whole bunch of memories. And I could talk about all the speeches that would, that got up and talked. What are the, I'm like brother, out of the brother, But I think the thing that was most encouraging to me was that brother that got up last on that Saturday, who is a sheep of another fold. And I thought about as he was up, how he was, he was, it was very sound, and and it was, you know, he may not have had all of the doctrine, but I was sitting there thinking about how he really has sheep that are not of this fold, and it was so encouraging to me. There are other people. You go places. And the shoot. I mean, even when you see other people, it's people that are like-minded, that's affiliated with the body of Christ and everything. But when you see somebody who have a message, they may not have it all, but they got a message that they're trying to live a clean and a, a righteous and a moral life, that's encouraging. That's really encouraging. That made me want to come back and work even harder. Um, and... You know, I'm not, uh, I'm really directionally challenged. I don't know if people know that. Oh, I get lost in a minute. But I never got lost. You know when I got lost? When I got back to the New Orleans airport. I made that the whole time. I said, well, look at this. I've been all around Texas, went everywhere I wanted to go, and never one time got lost. And came back to New Orleans and couldn't get home. <laughs> I said, nah, isn't that something? So I know the Lord was in it. <laughs> I, I, and, you know, I'm not an outgoing person. I really appreciated the fact that Sister Pam wasn't able to go. So I actually ended up in Sister Christella's ride. And I got a chance to get to know her and get a ch got a chance to really bond with her and her really get to know me outside of Sister Pam. So I'm thankful. I appreciate it. Um, the spirit was just overwhelming every day there. I mean, it was just very, very high, very inviting, and I mean, the spirit of the Lord was in the place. I'm just thankful. I, I too, I just want to thank the Lord um, that He touched my mind and touched my heart to make that sacrifice and take that journey. It was just wonderful. Um, it, it was, you walked in there, it, you just felt the love, you felt the welcoming, you felt the spirit of the Lord. Um, it, it, was, it was just great. It, it's hard to describe what you felt because it was just great from the moment you stepped through the till the next day and the next day and even the fellowships outside of the sanctuary. Um, likewise, I'm social, but I'm not social. I don't have a problem talking, but I'm not really a social person. Um, and now, sometimes I order my groceries. I don't want to come, and, and I, I want to change from that. I've made a change. I want the Lord. I, I'm, I'm hoping that somebody, um, I, I can touch somebody or, or, or do something for someone. And like Brother Felton, just like I, I want to be a part of that work in San Marcos, 
despite the fact I felt like I was in a cocaine on that airplane going and coming back. Wasn't the best trip, but the Lord got me through it. Um, I feel like I need to work as well. Um, but it, it was great. I'm praying. I'm not afraid to get back on the plane and do it again. I really enjoyed seeing what I saw there. I felt like that was still the different venues, but it was the same people. In, in a sense, we were all there. We we all seeking and 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 pursuing to be overcomers. It was just like family, and and I really, really, really enjoyed. It. And I thank the Lord for that. And I'm just asking Him to to touch my mind, touch my get me out of that shell, and and really help me um, help someone else. And and, and that's that's what I but I, I I loved it. It was it was just wonderful. It really was wonderful. And I'll overcome my fear. Oh, when we got up, we talked about naming Jesus. And I was thinking about the songs that we sang. Naming Jesus. We had the video. I was just thinking about all those songs. And then Sister Elaine got up, and that was the end. That was it. I knew when she got up, though, when she said she wanted to sing, I knew it was over. <laughs> I knew it was over when she started singing. But um, overall, like everyone else has said, the meeting was outstanding. Fellowship was outstanding, and even Brother Felton said that night, the first night, yes, it was hot, but it didn't matter. Because nobody complained. There's no need to complain, because the only thing I thought about was when it was hot like that, I thought about when we went to Realized when we saw all those people, and they gave us cover. So we wouldn't have to be in the heat when we were in Haiti. But I said, Lord, it doesn't matter. It does not matter, because we're here for a reason. We're here for a purpose. And that's what we're going to press it our way and go out and do what we have to do. But I just want to stand up and let the Lord know that I'm thankful and very grateful for what he did last While I was in the one thought. Because I'm sitting there thinking, how did I get here? I'm flying almost every month. At one point in my life, I wasn't doing Why that story came to my mind is because in that story, it asked, he asked the rich young ruler to give up everything. Everything story or his testimony was, but I've done everything. I've done your commandments. I've done all these things. The Lord still required something more from that person. And he asked him in a way sorrowfully because he had great possessions. And I'm just so glad I answered the call in my life. That way I can be saved. Taking me from where I was in Florida. I just felt the Lord just calling me to some, somewhere else. Didn't know where it was, but I knew it was somewhere else. Um, I had great opportunities to go to Chicago. had opportunity to um, Plattsburgh, that's in Pennsylvania, for a fellowship. That fellowship started off at $60,000. Every year, $10,000 bonus. And after that, you then became um, over different clinics. That was what I graduated in, public global environmental health. So this is what I wanted to do. This is what I spent time going through. The Lord even 
but the Lord even asked me to give that up. The scripture that came to my mind, what would a profit a man if he gained the world, but he loses his soul? So now fast forwarding to this day, being on the plane going to St. Marco, I was on the plane with Sister um, Vanessa, um, Brother Greg's mom, I'm sorry, I forgot your name. <laughs> um, Sister Sharon, Sister Desiree, Brother Donald, all the people of God just going to go work and go support a work that's being done in St. Marco. And it's so crazy how um, things come around. Now I have a chance to do the same thing that you guys done for me. Um, to give out and to preach the good news and bring them in so that way they can have opportunity that I had as well. And as I got to that point, I started thinking about the song, if we are faithful, there will be no telling what our God can do. So I just want to thank this, the Shriver Assembly for being faithful in all that they knew to do because they gave me a chance. It's giving Brother Rahm a chance. It's giving Brother uh, Jake a chance. It's giving Sister Karen a chance. It's giving all of us a chance to make it. So I just want to thank you guys because we're, we're also doing this work in St. Marco. Who knows who we can save? You know, as a, um, I probably shouldn't say this, but as a body of people, sometimes we stay to ourselves. Sometimes we don't reach out. Sometimes we think we're too good to give the word of God to other people. But just like I was, I was <laughs> broken, busted, and disgusted. <laughs> but there was a people who was faithful in the things of God. And it gave me a chance to run. It gave me, um, I think the song says, he gave me a new life, something to live for. When I could have died in my sins, he gave me something to hope for. Now that I have a chance to press toward the goal that lies before me, oh, hallelujah, he gave me a new life. And that's what we're doing. We're giving the people in the area a chance at a new life. That's how I want to look at it whenever I go over there and sacrifice my time at work. I sell cars. So if I'm not there, I don't make no money. But that's not the important thing. The Lord sent me to do something greater. And that's to um, spread out the word of God. Through our de not just through our words, but through our deeds. So I'm just so thankful to be here and had a great opportunity to be with the people in St. Marco. Just so thankful to be here. Amen. To be here. I, I had a time in St. Marco's that I went, I'm thankful for my sister for pushing me to even outspoken. <laughs> I'm not outspoken, but um, I'm really glad to be here. Uh, I'm thankful for Brother Brandon. Uh, uh, even since I was younger, um, he's been a really good role model for me. And... Um, I just hope that the Lord can open my eyes and I can I can understand more of him. Uh, and I'm I'm just thankful to be here. Amen. I know that you young people I don't know how late y'all stay. Some people came in my house at two o'clock in the morning. And from the time that church meetings turned out some peewee hours in the morning. Then I also heard you got an extension to stay two days, but you didn't just stay, that you actually went out and you beat the pay at the university. Uh, tell us about that. I'm curious. I was supposed to uh, originally leave with uh, Brandon's family, 
after church on Sunday, but um, I just had such a good time, and I, I begged Brandon to convince my mom to let me stay, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I was so surprised, because I thought um, she was never going to say yeah, I thought, because I thought she was just going to say no, flat out. And then she said yes. I was like, "What?" I was, <laughs> I, I was so surprised. But um, I, I had a great time. Uh, and then when we were, the following Monday, me and Brandon didn't have any plans, and he asked Brother uh, Jacoby what they were doing, and he said they're gonna go witness at San Marcos. I was like, uh, "That's not." I that was like, um, I thought it was gonna be, "Hey, have you learned learned?" A, you know about my savior, Jesus Christ. I thought we were just going to be rocking up to random people, but you know, I, it wasn't, it wasn't bad at all for me. I kind of, I kind of enjoyed listening to other people. We, me and Brandon walked up to, um, as soon as we, we were just walking around and three people who had like the same idea as us, uh, walked up to us and we just had a conversation and, I just um I came back from that uh more encouraged because um I have I have an opportunity I guess um to to know more than them I guess uh and they're they're so confident in what they're doing to to tell other people and they're not scared of what others might think and I just um I just find encouragement from that. That. Sister Tabitha. I'm being judged right now, so before I get my seat snatched, let me tell the Lord I'm appreciative to be here tonight as well. Um, excuse my voice. I don't know if y'all can hear me, but um. Um, we can hear you. Oh, before that, help me worship the name of the Lord. Merci, Seigneur. Merci pour ta Seigneur. Merci pour miséricorde, Seigneur. Merci. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done in my life, Lord. I appreciate you, Lord. Um, first, I want to tell the Lord thank you. Or excuse my voice, I'm not feeling too hot, but I just wanted to. Stand up and tell the Lord that I appreciate him, all he's done in my life, everything that he's doing for me currently. Um, I have a new fruit now, as y'all can see. <laughs> um, granted, I dragged him by his two front teeth, but now that brother got a revelation of his own, um, he's just happy, extremely happy to see him. Um, this weekend, just this weekend, seeing him, just I'm, <laughs> a lot of people were telling me that we didn't know he can talk. Yeah, he can talk. <laughs> He's shy, not mute. But I'm just happy seeing him. Um, it's been a while. Lord knows we've we've been through a lot, but just seeing him, and this is not to puff his head up. I don't do that. <laughs> I don't, um, but just seeing him grow just not even just this weekend but um, throughout the time he's been on the kids bible study uh, 
the other day I heard him say, we were joking around, I, I showed him a meme, a little funny video on Instagram. And he said, I'm dead only once though. <laughs> I'm like, what? You know what that means? <laughs> and just, I just seeing him just, just growing up in the Lord, I'm extremely appreciative. These scripture jokes, granted he's lame, but I'll give him these little scripture jokes for now. Um, but I appreciate being in San Marcos this last weekend. Um, just feeling the spirit of the Lord the whole weekend. Just, just like Sister Tench, uh, Sister Karen said, it's just so tangible. You can almost like reach out and touch it. I was extremely grateful just seeing, just seeing like what the what the Lord is doing in San Marcos. I. I get out there, I, when I, I love Texas, and I get out there, it's like I'm a whole new person. Testifying ain't nothing to me. I just walking out to people, just talking. It's, 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 I'm just so happy. Um, a lot of people have been asking me recently, oh, when you moving to Texas, when you moving to Texas? I did not know the whole church knew I wanted to go to Texas. I thought I was moving in silence. But I, I am so happy. Just I, I don't have words to, um, expume. I, I don't know how to say expume. Um, ex, uh, I don't um, expume. I don't have um enough words to express myself. Just overwhelmed. Even just coming back, I, I'm at home and I'm just, I'm just so happy. I, I cannot, I can't wait to go back. I, it's, it's, I don't have, I don't have words just, just to see what the Lord is doing. It's, it's really like, who am I? Like that I have a chance to even see that, to even be a part I, that the Lord counted me worthy just to be a part, just to even to even testify to people like how great my God is, to even tell them about who my God is, what he's done for me. Um, I, I did <laughs> drag, I did drag Jake in here because I was, and I was thinking about it this weekend or this week and while we're in San Marcos. I wish, I wish I listened I wish I listened when if like my cousins, like sister Natalie or brother Rana, I wish I listened when they were telling me to come back or encouraging me to come back. I wish I listened. I wish I I wish I I came I wish I came back. I, this is too good. It's too good to not just to not to want to come back, just to not to serve this God, just not to hear what I'm hearing. I, my friends, just, I was just thinking about it this week. My, my friends that I grew up with around this body of people, just talking to different ones, like, they're out here just begging for crumbs, and I'm eating good. Like, who am I? I'm not worthy. I, I don't, I've done nothing to deserve this. I don't, I can't, like, I don't, I don't have, there's no money that I can give. There's nothing I can give for this treasure that I've found. I can't, 
I can't quantify how great, how amazing my God is. Just to be able to be a witness, just to be able to say, yeah, my my God is real for me. This is not the God. It's no longer the God of my mother or the God of my father. It's my God. He is my God. He is real for me. He has done so much for me. Just to be able to stay here and say, yes, I know this God. I know I know him. I know his works. He's, he's done so much for me. He's interceded for me when I thought I didn't, when I couldn't do anything for myself, when my family couldn't do anything for me, when my mother couldn't say anything for me. He's done so much. He's done so much for me. Just thinking back when I was in school, my first two years in school, I was so, so down in my mind, so depressed. Not, not because school was hard or not because, not just any not just because of school itself, just because I was missing out on the Lord. I, I, but I'm, I'm so happy. I found what my soul was longing for. I'm, I cannot say that I'm, I'm lacking anything. I'm, I'm just so happy. I can't. I don't have any words. Like I can't express myself. I'm sorry. I'm. It's just, it's just so overwhelming. I can't. I just went to the Lord. Thank you. You didn't have to do it, but you did. I don't have any words to say. I, it's just so amazing what he's done for me, what he's doing for my family. Just watching Jacob talk to different brothers, and I, I appreciate that. Um, watching the different brothers, fellowship with them, getting to know him. It's not... It's not easy, and I, I know it's not easy for him. We've been, we've been hurt, but just seeing him talking to different brothers, just laughing and joking, it's, I'm, I'm just happy. Yeah, I just want to stand and tell the Lord, thank you. A mother would have when their child established a relationship with the Lord for themselves. It's just beautiful. Uh, I commend those who put into her heart a love for her siblings to the degree that she has it and to us to be able to witness the manifestation of that, not for him to get money and to get fame and to get recognition, but to get a real relationship with the Lord. The joy that it brings to her brings joy to us. God bless you so much. Sister, and here's another case. Uh, Sister Alexandra is the reason that Brother Sonny is here. And that's her fruit, as well as Brother Shelby, Sister Shama. Uh, she single-handedly testified her zeal of this way. Uh, we all have ups and downs. We have valleys and hills. But she's always been faithful. Somehow, somewhere, you're going to see her on that stream. I can almost count on one hand when I hadn't seen her. What an re incredible record. And that happened in the midst of torment, anguish beyond description. But she still had flicker. She was a smoking flax, a bruised reef. But thank God for Christ Jesus. 
uh, you pulled in the oil and the wine and brought it to the end. The end is the body of Christ. And, of course, the keeper of the end is the ministry. And he gave us two pence. Uh, that's a revelation of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And vulnerable uh, water is really talking about the water, the washing of the word. And so it's the word of God. Not, that's another subject. That actually you are born again. When you're water baptized, that's not being baptized of the water. It's when the word of God opens your eyes. That's being born of the water. And the spirit is when you begin to you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But watching this young lady who already had the Holy Ghost, she was water baptized. But I watched the transformation of her being born of the water, of the word of God. I don't want to give you a testimony, Sister Alexandra. I'll let you speak for yourself. I did see your hand. God bless you, young lady. Oh, by the way, she gave me a stern rebuke. I couldn't believe it. She did it in the hallway in front of other saints, walking down the hall. She said, Brother Brown, I called you. I said, yes, you did. You didn't call me back. I said, that's true, but I was intended to. She said, but I did it more than once. I said, I'm sorry. She said, I was just playing. No, you weren't. You weren't playing. But I, I appreciate that. Uh, I'm so sorry I didn't call you back. If anybody, I'll always call back for the rest of my days. It'll be you. Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You're worthy to be praised. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Merci, Seigneur. Merci, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Merci, Seigneur. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I'm happy to be here. Um, I'm going to be quick. Um, I just wanted to give my testimony about St. Marcos. Um, I was with my brother and uh, brother and sister Turner. Um, I first want to say thank you to them, honestly. Um, they made it possible for me and my brother to go. Um, I learned a lot about them, and they had such a sweet, sweet spirit, honestly. Um, I've been here for like four years, and you would think that I know everyone already. Um, but I think at this trip, I got to know them a bit more. Um, I got to learn more about them, and I, I I guess my love for them grew even more. So I was really appreciative of that. I got to know Brother Mike as a, I knew him as a brother, but I guess like on this trip, I saw them both as um, like a father and a mother almost. Um, so I appreciated, I appreciated that um, part of the trip. Um, as far as like the whole St. Marcos trip, um, Friday, it was almost as if a wind came into the church. I don't really know how to describe it. Um, it was a strong wind and everyone was just hype. It was a strong energy in the room. Um, so I knew that the love of God was there, but as soon as the meeting got starting, started, I just, you can't really explain it. Um, like everyone else was saying, it was an incredible feeling. I think in this trip, I opened up so much more, um, I was with my brother. My brother was kind of holding me captive. He didn't really let me go anywhere. Kind of was like, 
next to him. I mean, at first I was just like, you doing too much. But I mean, I got to learn more about like Sister Jazz, Brother Jacoby. I mean, these are people I know, but I don't, I wasn't really, I'm not really close to them like that. And if you know me, I'm very introverted. I don't speak much, but um, I saw a side of me that I haven't, um, that hasn't been around for a long time. Um, and I guess that they saw it too. Um, so I let my guard down. And at first I was a bit worried about it, but I felt at home, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, I opened my heart to them and I don't regret it at all. I really don't. Like when you're a Zoom saint, um, or they like to call us, what is it, Zoomites or whatever the name is, it's, it's, it's like we have a different, uh, what's that word? We appreciate the fellowship so much. It's just like, because we don't get it. We, I mean, now we only get it on Fridays. Um, so when Brother Frankie stood up on Sunday, I felt his heartbeat. Like, I really did. And then when I went to go say bye to Sister Karen, um, I noticed she was leaving. I guess they were going um, to the airport. And I could feel her heartbeat. She began to cry. And I'm just like, I understand. I mean, this is something that we want on a daily basis, but we only get it once uh what once every six months or once every nine months we don't get it all the time so when we do get it we want to hold on to it but we have to go back home so i felt everyone's heartbeat um even that song that says i'll say yes lord to your will and to your way even though the the lord hasn't opened the door for us zoom saints we're still we're still fighting we're st we know that the lord is going to open a door obviously the door hasn't opened yet but I just want to encourage like us as Zoom saints that like the Lord is going to make a way. Um, I know I was, I was testifying to some of the saints that like, I want to be with the people of God. That's my heart's desire is to be with them. But I know I have, you know, some strings I have to, that are still attached to me, but I know that the Lord is going to make a way for me. But St. Marcos was just wonderful. I, I honestly can't explain it. The spirit was genuine. I met new people. I met Sister Brenda and her sister. Well, I knew Sister Brenda, but her sister. It's just, it was wonderful. I have, I have no words, honestly. Um, and there was a song. I'm gonna sing it really quick because I don't want to, you know, take too long. But there was a song that's been on my heart throughout the whole meeting. Um, it goes, I have been. On the mountain with Jesus. I have been in the valley so low, but without you, I could never. No, never make heaven my home. So let me walk with you, Jesus. Don't ever leave me alone for without you I could never 
He walked with the Lord, then he was not. And if you keep walking with the Lord, you will not be not. While you're walking in shoe leather, it no longer be I that live, but Christ that liveth in me. In the life that we now live in the flesh, we live by the faith of the Son of God who loved us and gave himself for us. And so the walk means to be in that path. Let's keep walking with the Lord. Amen. Go and uh, to feel his great spirit. And it was so much that you could talk about, starting from the meeting to the fellowship. And most importantly, just feeling that you have a great hope. I believe Brother Jacoby touched on that as I believe it was Saturday night or Friday night. And just, you could see the word of God come to life. That's all I could keep thinking about because uh, see how, how Paul was writing to uh, these letters to the churches. And as he was telling the, the, the ministry there, uh, stay strong in the faith and encourage the people. And you could see that come to life, seeing how they're, they're working. The hand of the Lord is working in a different place and, and they're, they're sharing the goodness of God. And you see the work of God is continuing. And as you continue to walk in the word of God, you can, you can expect Bible results. Right. And, and starting from the, from, from the meetings, um, it was so great. I felt the spirit from day one. It was hot, but I felt like the Lord wanted us to get uncomfortable. I felt like the Lord wanted us to get out of our comfort zone and give it all. And that's was something that the Lord, I felt like that was the purpose of it being hot. Honestly, I think it was the Lord's doing, but I'm just so thankful that the spirit came and touched the people of God and it was able to pan after the Lord. And not only that, even the next day, um, it was a continuance. It, it didn't, it didn't fall not one time. And the Lord would just, was just in throughout the whole meeting, just seeking who was, who was giving their best. And then one, as he touched one person, it was just like fire. <laughs> it touched from one person to the next person. And the one, next thing you know, everyone is blessed with the spirit. Everyone was filled. I would say that in, the, in, in terms of feeling the spirit of God there, the wind that the Lord was pushing up against the, the back of the people. But I'm just so thankful that I was there to feel that great spirit, to feel his comfort feel his love with his people and even the fellowship. I, I can't say much more than a fellowship. I felt like I got to felt felt like I told brother Jenkins. I felt like I, I felt like I left them whenever I was younger. I got so busy with school and I got so busy with things of this world, but the Lord, as he was showing me myself, I started to reflect back on how, uh, the Lord started doing those same very things in my life, how where I was in my mind and how he sent brothers like Brother brother Greg and Brother Caleb and even the young brothers just started to encourage me my way and, and seek after the Lord. And so, and and I, I, I told him that. I said I felt like I left him when I was younger, but the Lord, it was for such a time as this, the Lord brought him in. It was for such a time as this that the Lord... Uh, brought you this way so that you can have an opportunity to see what God is for yourself. I remember I asked them, we, we stayed up till about four in the morning. That Sunday night that we 
he got the exciting call that his mom said yes that he could stay. But that same night, stay up till like four in the morning, just talking about, just just catching up and just talking about what what is our purpose, what is our goal, what why are we why we're why are we seeking the Lord? What is our what is what is something that and I remember asking them this question: What is something that you want to gain from this? Um, I think about that all the time because there's something that God didn't call us for nothing. And there's something that he wants us to gain from this, and that's life. Uh, he doesn't. There is. It's not in the. It's not in the will of God that any should perish, uh, but that every soul shall be see, that shall be saved. And and so, as I begin to reflect on that, that's where it remind me of my own testimony. Why why did I want to serve the Lord, and and why did I want to continue to follow His path, but. It, as Brother Sonny said, I want to make my calling and election sure. I don't want just, I don't want to, uh, anything that the Lord does is not going to be done, with, uh, not going to return to him void. That's especially his word. But I just want to make sure that I make my calling and election sure. And even from the fellowship, even from the uh, the time we're spending with the brothers, and um, it was such a blessing because you could see how, it's you can see that scripture you see the scriptures in acts how they had all things common breaking the bread and not just not just of course not just sharing breaking the word of god but also also uh, expressing ourselves eating food and just and it was just such a blessing because you could you could do that with your brothers but that's how they became all things common. I can get closer to my brother. Yeah. I can get closer to my sister. And we, can, and we can see what the Lord is continuing to do in our life and why we want to, to share it with everyone else. And it was even that Saturday, I believe, when we went out to San Marcos University. And I was just explaining to Jenkins, it was, it was right on. I felt like the guy was just right in it the whole time. I was explaining to them how, uh, how witnessing and how the Lord spoke to his disciples and said, you should be witness unto me first in Judea and then Jerusalem, Judea, and then to the uttermost part, Samaria, and then to the uttermost parts of the earth. And uh, so you hear, sometimes you hear, uh, let me tell you about my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, which I don't have to say that, but I can show that with my life, I can show that that whenever we came across, whenever I was explaining that to him, we was walking down the steps, and Brother Jacoby, I just got off the phone with Brother Jacoby, talking about how we can just go out and if you see someone with a shirt or anything like that that says Jesus or God or anything like that, just feel free to or let the Spirit of God just lead and guide you. I'm talking about right when I hung up the phone, we come across some people. Hey, we having a having a uh, crawfish or a, a, a Cajun festival. I was like, this is odd. I mean, we in Texas, Cajun. What are they talking about Cajun? <laughs> <laughs> and they said, uh, and then I remember I just told Jagan, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to see, we're going to check out the Baptist ministries because we, they're going to have somebody there. They're going to have some people at least sitting there hanging around and they were, the people that we came across was from the Baptist ministries. And uh, they, they, I said, what? 
I know this is not all y'all here for, just passing out pamphlets about a Cajun festival. So I asked like, where y'all from? And they asked, and they would say from New, uh, Louisiana, from Lafayette. And um, and one is from, uh, some are go to the, in L, uh, Louisiana College in Natchitoches. And uh, they was there just witnessing. <laughs> they was trying to, trying to get across uh, to some people just by, of course, just sharing with, with food, but trying to get them to come. And as, as I, uh, I, I guess the Lord touched my mind and asked me to go deeper. And then it was then I, I began to ask and see that there was there for just to talk about the Lord, talk about Jesus. And as we begin to talk, uh, you just see how you have other people who are still seek, who still searching, who are still seeking and giving that all that they have, all that they know to do. Which kind of it, it judged me because we have a, we have the world's good and, and uh, as I believe it says in John it says uh, who has the world's good and shut up the God's vows of compassion how dwell of the love of God in you and if you say you love God but hated your brother you are a liar and so I just don't want to be called a liar but I was able to witness and testify to the of the goodness of God and. We was able to have a conversation and even had a chance to pray with them and get share contact information. And it was just a great uh, feeling because you could see that the Lord could be could use you as a vessel to work through you to to spread his message, to uh, tell about his goodness. And it was from all these things that I experienced in St. Marcos, I could. I could not just be more thankful for my the opportunity to yeah. go. I couldn't be more thankful Man. to to know that I am serving a God like this. I'm serving a this son like this that I'm able to uh, show the world how wonderful he is and just how much he means to me. And so this whole meeting, this whole experience was just so so good. I don't want to. I don't. It, it, and as everyone was saying that we have work to do even here. We have work to do even to, to tell about the Lord here. It doesn't just stop at St. Marcos, but there's people still seeking. There's people still searching. There's people still knocking and may not find nowhere to go, but the Lord is, he may use you whenever and uh, in your life. And it's, I just thought about it. When I came back to work, I was working at this hospital for almost three years and Never known that this person uh, was, uh, it was a coworker of mine who, who was raised Catholic, was even, uh, he said he was raised Catholic, but never even, no, couldn't tell you nothing about the Catholic faith, and was saying how he wanted to search out the truth and see what, what, what is this God for himself. So he became atheist and then became agnostic, and, and now he, he confirmed himself in the Catholic faith, but was able to just talk to him about the things of God. And I, I would have I never known, just knowing that a simple conversation can shed light on, the, can shed light on some things. And I just prayed that the Lord could continue to touch my mind, can continue to work great things in my life, can come across people and tell about his goodness, to tell about what he's continued to do in the people in the land of the living. So I'm just so thankful to be here today. I'm so thankful for my, for my opportunity to go. And just 
just so thankful. I just didn't want to sit down in my seat and keep it to myself. So Amen. just want to thank, tell the Lord I'm thankful. Thankful to be here tonight. San Marcos was excellent. It was a long time I should have been there. Nevertheless, I'm glad that I did come. Beautiful. Um, what I will say, though, I appreciate my wife. Because Friday she went. She didn't wait on me. Said something. Said something. I know my wife. That said something. Um, appreciate that. But the people of God, just the, the first day I got there, uh, I will say this. The harvest is plentiful. That's what it kept ringing in my ear. Not just feeling the spirit of God, but what I kept seeing is that's people here. That's people. That's like I lit up like a, like it was the 4th of July. I lit up, you know, it's just like there are people here. And just like Sister Michelle said, seeing different people come from different walks of life. Uh, Brother Bill and the saints that he even brought there and seeing them open up. There was a sister, I don't know her name, but the sister and she was moving out and just feeling the good spirit of God and the young man that Brother Bill had there and just opening his heart, he even came up to the altar just trying to cry out to God. Yeah. That was something beautiful. God does have sheep that's not of this yeah, fold. Right. Them too must he bring in. Yes. But we got to be available to receive them. Yeah. It says with love and kindness have I drawn thee. We have to express the love of God. It has to be seen in operation. Charity has to be seen yeah. in operation. We talk about goodwill towards God. We have to manifest that. Toward, uh, that's that's, that's goodwill toward men. We have to manifest that. So we have to have open arms and we actually have to go out, Brother Brandon, into the highways and the hedges and really compel men to be saved. People can actually look for something, but if they don't know where to go or we're not available, then how could they actually come in? You think about our own testimonies. Somebody had to witness of the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So we actually have to duplicate that and actually have a mindset. That's what I got from this meeting, a mindset to purpose in my heart to go out and witness. Uh, you think about even when he, what Paul told uh, Timothy. He said, do the work of an evangelist. Make thy ministry foolproof. But you want to do the work, that means that's everybody. It's a time and season for all things, and it's a time to gather stones. It's a time to gather. Let the Lord throw them back. But it's a time to gather. So even when I want to go back, well, I've been busy. And, and that's no excuse. I've been busy with my brother Phelps that cares of the work working. But thank God my wife got a raise. <laughs> Take some of that weight off. Take some of that, that weight off, you know? Amen. So, um, Amen. <laughs> glory. <laughs> so, but what I want to do, I want to go out there and work. But I want to do like what Brother Brandon said. I'm here. They got seats here. There's people here. Let's fill them. But I have the purpose. We. I, love, I like how Daniel talked. We. When we do wrong, we have sin. When we need to do something, we can go out there and witness. Everywhere we go, look for an opportunity to talk to somebody. Like, like I like what Sister Karen said. She just said, God bless. That go my entrance. That go my door. That go my door. So if we can actually think about a good salesman, he's always looking, you're a good salesman. I see you. 
is a good, if you're a good selfish, you're always looking for an opportunity or what kind of way, because we have something that's good. We have something that can really change, can actually give somebody life. So if we have something so precious, let's find a way to actually, he says, he that when it souls is wise. I love what Sister Karen did. She said, I'm not going to tell her what time it is. No, well, I'm leaving. That's wisdom. Wisdom has built her out. We want to be a wise and understanding people. So the reason why I'm saying all that is what I want to do, what I think we can do, we can do this everywhere we go. Let's purpose in our heart and try to get people here. And when we go to San Mar it's like we're the same person everywhere. Like, I love what Brother Brandon said. I don't just want to be on fire when I go to San Marcos, but pie just started home. So when I'm out there, I want to be a witness and try to compel men to come over there. When I'm here, I want to be a witness. Wherever I am, I want to be a witness. And I thought about that even in Zoom. Uh, Sister Alexandria was talking about the law to make a way. Sometimes the Lord can use you to be that way. Thank God that we have a ministry. But think about if you are just you being an individual and say, you know what? You start actually talking to people about the goodness of the Lord. And then you talk to another person. They talk to another person. And before you know it, you, you call the ministry and say, hey, I got some people. You can be there. I thought about when Paul had that dream and he had that man say, uh, coming to us in Macedonia. But it was a woman. The woman that was by, uh, by, the, well, uh, by the water. It was a woman. So what it's saying is it doesn't matter if you're a male, if it doesn't matter if you're a female, you can be a witness unto the Lord. Open up your mouth. Let people know. It's not just with our life. We do have to live it. But we, have to, we also have to open up our mouth. We want to be messengers. Somebody can entertain you, and you can be that angel that they don't know. You can be that messenger. So we got to actually not just keep it to ourselves. You think about the woman that was at the well. Going back to what? Brother Brown just said that. Think about the woman, the Samaritan that was at the well. She, after she realized that, oh, you must be some prophet, oh, then she found out that he was the Messiah. She didn't keep it to herself. She went back and told people. But thank God, they came in. They didn't just hear it. They came and saw. And then because they came and saw, they didn't believe just because of her words. But then they believed because they saw it with their own eyes. But thank God for the messenger. Thank God for the witness. So what we need to do, people of God, let's be witnesses. I'll give you this. Sister Vanessa got out of her shell there. I messed up too. I didn't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We was at Cracker Barrel. And she was talking to this, I mean, she was in full-blown Brother Brown conversation. You got to understand, this young lady is an introvert. But to see her actually going out and taking the words that we actually talked about to actually try to talk to somebody, man, that's amazing. People of God, let's do it. Let's go. Let's talk to people. Let's go out and witness. I think that's, that's what we need to do. So anyway, I'm thankful for being here today. Amen. Certainly uh, appreciate everything that's been said. Appreciate this meeting. Certainly uh, appreciate having the opportunity to go to San Marcos and I just listened to all the testimonies. I, 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 I guess I thought about that is when, um, when those men went out to battle with David and they came back, 
and uh, he let them know that those that tired by the stuff, they should get the same reward as those that went out to war. So I'd like to share with God great things God did in San Marcos for those who didn't get an opportunity to go. But I was just thinking, and uh, Brother Greg said it, uh, the, the scripture came to mind. Someone even, even, even quoted it when Jesus Christ told us to, those men, ye shall be witness unto me first in Jerusalem. And so I, I'd like to say to us right here, first in Jerusalem, and then into Judea, then into Samaria, then in the uttermost parts of the earth, but we can do it right here, though. We don't, uh, we, uh, and wonderful, had outstanding, I, I was, I was mentioning uh, this, I think, to uh, Brother Brown about just the fellowship, watching the uh, young people uh, enjoy themselves. And uh, thank God we can have a place that we can come. To. You don't have to go to the world. You, can ha you don't have to fun have fun as the world has fun. But thank God we can do it in God. And it can be clean. The spirit can be clean. The atmosphere can be clean. And thank God I, I, I just enjoy watching them. Sometimes you get a little older, all you can do is watch. But, uh, but I appreciate God for that. But we have, uh, we have no doubt work to do. But thank God that Brother Greg quoted it, the harvest, their souls, it's plentiful. Just know that it's plentiful, but the laborers are few. But pray ye, pray ye that God will make us, make us laborers to go out and work in his vineyard. Bring those, compel men, compel women. Thank God, I don't know about you, I, I've said this before, but... And this for you California people, I don't know if any of them on, but you remember when they had that gold rush over in, in, in California? And they, the, the word got out, didn't it? And so, brother, those men packing up from the East Coast, they're wide. They, they found gold in California. And so they pack up, and they actually went over to that West Coast from the East Coast, North, South. But what about this wonderful gold that we've had? What about this wonderful treasure we found hidden in this field? Amen. I believe we begin to share that news, compel men, and I don't believe God. I, I, and, and this is what, and, and but he's given us an opportunity that we don't have to be as what happened in the book of Acts. What was it, the eighth chapter of Acts? He said, and, and, and Paul, he was consenting unto death. And brother, they began to uh, persecute them, and they went. Then they went everywhere, scattered. They scattered them. And they went every, everywhere they went. Thank God they was preaching the word. And so those, think about that. And so those Jews, if they had, and we don't, with these things that, that we learned, let me just say that the things that were written aforetime, they were written for our learning. They were written to give us an example. So, because that nation of Israel, brother, they would have kept all those things that they had to themselves, but God wouldn't have it so. Thank God, he began, that's why he began, to, he began to scatter them. That is, in the eighth chapter of Acts, and they went everywhere preaching the word. Well, he doesn't have to do that to us. And so I'm, I'm thankful to, to, uh, to have been in San Marcos, love the spirit that I feel, love the, uh, the uh, oneness of the people. And that's what we, those men, that's what they had. Thank God they were, in, they were on one mind, one accord. They had the same desire. 
required, that is to see people come and think about it. Think about what happened with that oneness. Think about what happened. 3,000 souls came in, that is, after that. Then 5,000 came in after that. Then he said, and when the church was multiplied, it just began to grow. But they had the same, the, the multitude of those believed, he said, were of one heart and one mind. One mind. Thank God we just want to have that same mind. We want to have that mind here. Thank God we're going to a new area. We want to have that mind there as well. And so as, we, as, we're, as we're going out, thank God we want to look. We're looking for opportunity because God, remember this. Jesus Christ, God the Father, let me just say that. When he gave his only begotten sin, it was for the souls of men in the world. And brother, there are souls, think about, look at what we see out here. Don't you know there's, there's souls that need to be saved, that need to hear what we to hear about what we've heard about? And I believe it's going in the fullness of time, it's, it's, I'm fully persuaded it's going to get there. But my God, I am encouraged. And so what it does when we see this, and it, let me just say this, uh, it, it, it'll, it'll cost you some money. It'll cost you some time. But I'm telling you, it's worth it all. When you see people coming into the kingdom of God, receiving the baptism of the Holy, or maybe just getting converted, or even hearing a message different from what they've heard and giving them an opportunity to now choose. And not only that, now I can live a different life than the one that I came in with. Well, that's worth it all. You know that? And so it makes you want to not be stingy. Save your coins. Whatever it is that you have to do, thank God, let's do it. Let's do it. And so this, everything, let me just say this. The body of Christ, we're trying to build it here. We're trying to build it there. But it's built on a sacrifice. It's going to cost us. What is it going to cost us? It's going to cost us our life. Everything that's dear to us, our time, our money, our energy, our effort, it's going to cost us all that. But in the end, think about it. My God, I, listen, I'm glad somebody sacrificed for me. Somebody uh, told me about the saving grace of Jesus Christ. Somebody witnessed to me. Somebody let me see a life totally different than the one that I was living. Somebody did that for me. And so I say, why not? Why we can't do it as well? Amen. And so I'm thankful. I I'm just wanted to just want to encourage us. It's a, it's a let me just uh, I was thinking this. And so you see the saints of God. It's a it's a work going on there. But we what we would like to see. We want to see an assembly just like you see here. But here's what you want. You want people that are from those areas. That why why I say that. Because it's letting you know that you're having an effect on the people in those areas. The gospel that you're preaching is having an effect in the area that you're working in. Thank God that's who I want to see some San Marcanites. I might be saying it. Yeah, yeah, people from that city, from that area to see them come in. Thank God and give it a revelation to get their eyes open, to, to get a vision of what God is doing in the hour today. And I'd say to what it would be worth it all. It's worth it all. So thank God, whatever uh, the price we have to pay, it costs what it costs. But thank, we want to see the king. We want to see this thing work. We want to see it flourish. We want to see it grow. And those, those saints there, there are uh, stones that... You don't, you don't have to so much watch them, 
But thank God what you want to do is just begin to gather stones. Gather stones and you can actually begin to wash those that, that you're actually gathering and have them be a part of what God is doing in that area. And I tell you, it's, it's, it's for such a time as this, he'll bring people for different, one of a city, two of a family. Thank God he'll bring them to Zion, give them pastors after their own heart that'll feed them with knowledge and understanding. You want that. Wasn't that, wasn't that you and I? If I, I, I we won't want to be selfish in this. Thank God somebody did it for me. Somebody prayed for me, didn't they? Had me on their mind. Took the time to pray for me. I said, why don't we do it for others? Amen. And I said, we can do it. I'm encouraged. I don't know about you. Just to feel what I felt in that meeting, different ones that uh, uh, enjoyed uh, sitting down talking with Brother Bill and wonderful, outstanding man. But my God, God has. And that's how he said in, in Acts, he said, I have much people in this city. And I'm going to say he's got much people in this city. Brother Greg said it, piety. Remember that. Piety begins at home. Let's not forget we, we need to build here, work here, but I believe we can do it at the same time. Yeah. Hallelujah. I don't know about you. Listen, yeah. you see these, look, brother, you see these uh, 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 young men uh, watching them go forward. My God, you just send them forward. Hallelujah. Remember, what's that? Uh, the scripture uh, came to mind. He's making reference to the early church. Way back in, I believe it was Psalm, uh, uh, Psalm 19. Uh, day under day, other night, night under night, show a speech. There was no place, no language where their voices were not heard. Their sound. Thank God it began to get out there. Went throughout the earth, didn't it? It's going to get out there one more time. Thank God. I believe one place, it was in the 98, 96 song might be mixing it up. But he said, and God gave his word. And great was the company of those that published it. Thank God we're trying to publish speed. Teach glad tidings. Saying our God reign. Hallelujah. And give people an opportunity to be saved. Not a religious activity. Not just go to church. But thank God we're not trying to just go to church. But we're trying to be a part of the church. That God is coming back for a people. Without spot. Without wrinkle, without blemish, with any such thing. Don't you want to see as many as God will grant us the opportunity to come in contact, do that? Absolutely. Amen. Amen. So I'm, 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 I'm excited. I appreciate God for what he's doing in the earth today. I say let's just keep working. It, it doesn't, uh, nothing, nothing worth anything. If a man tills a garden or anything, it doesn't just spring up all at once. But my God, as you're working. Brother, you're getting your hand down in that dirt so deep and you're turning that earth over. By the grace of God, you're trying to see if it will bear fruit at some point. But just keep working. If we keep working, it's going to bear fruit. That's, I'm, I'm fully persuaded of that. It's going to bear fruit. But let's just not be weary. We don't want to be weary and well-doing. Thank God we'll reap and do. What do you mean? Brother, thank God there's a harvest to come forth. Amen. He's got a, he's got a harvest of souls that he's going to reap in the fullness of time. We want as many as God will grant us the grace to come in contact with to do likewise, to have that opportunity. And so we're not, don't want to be, as much as I want for my brother, my sister, even my fellow man that I may not know, I have to want it enough for him to say, listen, I, I found a place 
I know a place, and I'm not talking about pop staples either. I know a place that can change, can transform a man's life, a man's way of living, a man's way of thinking. Let me show you that place. Can I show you what what I, I Listen, to tell of the goodness of Brother Cup. Think about it. A cup within our hand. For a thirsty man, there's people hungry, they're thirsting for God. Wouldn't it, we, wouldn't it be a shame that we have this world good and shut up our bowels and compare? God forbid, but thank God to have this water, to have something that will refresh them, to have something that will cause them to change. My God, don't you want to share those things? That's what God put us here to be such. Hallelujah. And we can be like Israel. What does he say that? Thou art holier than thou. You can be that way. Well, brother, we want to listen. I'm listening to Brother Brandon. As he was saying that the scripture came to mind that here's men from Lafayette. They're out here. They're witness. They're trying to testify. Accept your righteousness. Exceed that of the scribe. I understand we're talking to those apostles. But accept your righteousness. Exceed that of the scribes and Pharisees. You shall in no wise enter. Well, I believe we can go out and go beyond with what religion you Hallelujah. Has he called us to a higher calling? Thank God, the higher calling of God. But it's in Christ Jesus. Amen. Not in a man. Not in a system. But it's in Christ Jesus. Amen. And so I, I say, let's compel men. Let's provoke. Let, let, listen. I, I don't know about you. I, where the, the Bible said, where there's no wood, the fire goeth out. But you know what? Why don't we, if, look, if we hot or cold, if we're not hot enough, let's latch on to somebody that's hot. Yeah. My God, he said, he said, let him grab hold of him that is a Jew. Amen. Yeah. Well, thank God, whatever we need, brother, we can latch on, we can get it from one another. Yeah. The body of Christ makes increase of itself in love. We don't have to get it from without. Thank God he's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness and is right here among us, right here. Let's just use it. Thank God. When the world, the world even, the world knows that when they're trying to do something, when they're trying to get a person a job or their friend or this or that, they're networking, they're sharing. Thank God. Let's share what great thing God has given us. Amen. Let's share this great gospel that he's given. If it calls a change in their life, don't you want to see it cause a change in someone else's life? And that's the beauty of it. And you get to a certain age in life. My God, and I, I, I believe I was having this conversation one time with Brother Patton. Brother, if at this stage of our life, my life, I'm just you, I'm gonna use me. Brother, I would like to have my life have made an effect on somebody to give somebody an opportunity. If not, my living's in vain. I just lived a life. My God, I, if you try and you get rejected, and I, that, that's all right. But my God, I'd like to so I'd like to certainly try. Want to give it every effort. But I'm I'm thankful to be here. And those men think about it. The God, uh, He put something in them. He, he, as a matter of fact, they begin to pray. I believe it was the fourth chapter of Acts that we may speak the word of God with boldness. And so, if you can tell me how great your God is, my God, if he, if, let me tell you about how great my God is. Amen. So I'm gonna stop. I appreciate God. Thank God for this opportunity. Amen. To actually win souls to Christ. What an honor. I can, I, I can fit somebody, as somebody, I can't think, as uh, 
just listening to uh, Sister uh, uh, Tabitha, brother, you can feel, you can feel her care, her concern. Brother, when we look at a soul that needs to be saved, that needs a touch from the Lord, that needs to know about God, isn't there something on the inside want to see them just get everything that they, that they have, that they need for, it's in God. And you got to help them to see that. So let's go to work. It's a good word. It's a good word. But we can't come down. Thank God we got to keep building. Amen. So I'm, I'm thankful. Amen. Been a good night. Can we have the prayer request, please, uh, Sister Desiree? Thankful for this opportunity. Remember Brother Brown, Sister Grace, uh, Brother David Giggs, Brother Nelson, uh, Sister Tindler. Let's remember the work uh, at St. Marco's and find a home that we can own. They'll have that desire. Next page. All job situations for the saints, all the saints who are traveling. Thank God for traveling grace. Everyone got back home safely, our aging parents and their caregivers, and those who were testified. Let's have that on our record. It, I, what do you say? Uh, that was a saint. If every soul that was saved was saved or sold, then every soul would be saved. Let's testify to somebody. Let's tell of the goodness of God. Amen. Those who were wounded, confused, and scattered, such were some of us. But God, thank God, he brought us to the end, began to pour in all in the wine. Hallelujah. Is, is that it? Well, I start preaching again. I, they, they, they say sometimes you preachers get up and you preach prayer request. But if you can feel those needs sometimes, you can understand. Amen. If that's all unspoken, we can acknowledge. And let's remember all those. Uh, the list is very long that have been... Uh, affected by the uh, weather, Brother L.D. and his family, Brother Richard, have I start calling him or miss somebody, uh, Brother Richard, uh, the Shorts, Sister Phillips, several, oh, there's, I didn't know about it. several saints in San Marcos, so let's remember all those, I believe it's just a, uh, maybe a little touch of cough or anything, let's pray for them. God will touch them, touch their bodies. Any others? Unspoken requests? We can. I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir. Courteous. I mean, remember that. Yeah. Not tonight. You know about nature. We're very selfish. This is what you do. Every one of you. In your mind, draw a circle around yourself. Three foot circle. Diameter. Just pay attention to yourself. How often do you go outside of that circle? Do people need to come to you in your circle? Or do you have enough real love for God that you go outside of your circle to enter another people's circle? Put it in your mind. And then when you get there, is it for a quick visitation? Hello, and I'm gone? You watch people in the meetings, fellowship meetings. Even here, no one should have to sit by themselves. They're a guest in your house. And home training is you take care of your guests. Uh, very good at speaking and being courteous, but then you drop people like a bad habit. That's not the love of God. 
that's being dutiful, but you're not doing it from the heart. Whoever we are, I guess all of us. Remember this. Jesus makes a simple statement that will, I think the religious world call it a golden rule. He said, whatsoever you would that men do unto you, even so do you unto others. To look for somebody that you can pour into your time, your attention, your care. Forget about yourself. Now, you, know, you always have you. But come out of your world, out of your circle. Inconvenience yourself. Think about others. I did notice in the meeting, uh, you got to observe both the good and the bad. The eyes of the Lord is in every place, beholding both the good and the bad. The eyes of the Lord is a ministry on the earth. And, of course, he has his seven spirits that goes throughout the earth. I've watched even a young lady that Sister, uh, Sister Karen testified to. She was new, visiting, and not many people look like her. They all look like us, the majority of them. This young lady is very courteous, but she is intimidated. So many of you all, you are so hype that she's sitting in the back row by herself. That should never happen. Well, I know, but she was sitting by herself to Sister Karen Kane. Now, I <clears throat> never like to leave on a correction. I was trying to leave on something positive. But as good as we are, maybe better than what we was, but we're not our best. Anything less than our best is not acceptable. Thank God for progress. But if it's not the best, it's not acceptable. You're loving people. Appreciate your lovingness. Appreciate your loving kindness. You're courteous. That's wonderful. Here's what we're lacking, and we are lacking. That's not enough stick to itness that you stick to it for the person. It's not greet, meet, and go. You got to care about people. You can't fake it. Anybody can be nice for a moment, but in your heart, you have to love people. Everybody's not lovable. Love them in spite of that. I don't mean flattering. Love them. Just love them. You can, do you know you can love people to righteousness? Because God doesn't. While we was yet enemies, he loved you. Scarcely for a good man would one die. Yet preadventure for a righteous man, someone even dare to die. But die. God commanded his love for us while we was what? Yet, yet sinners. sinners. I so us. if you in front of me, I may fail. I'm going to try to get the love of God to you. I am. And I'm vulnerable. You have to be vulnerable. You can't love without being vulnerable. When I love somebody, I'm thinking you think about me like I think about you. I'm, I'm looking for the good in everybody until the worst is forced on me. Now, when I see it and it's forced on me, I need an extra dose of grace to put up with you. But I'm going to impute goodness to you. I'm going to impute righteousness to you. I'm going to look at everybody and love you and everything. I'm going to find something in you I can love. I'm going to focus on that. Uh, again, you think people see you like you see them, not necessarily. As to the defile, there's nothing pure. Because even they're conscious. So if a person is always seeing evil, because it's because they're evil. And that's okay. That's you. I don't want to be evil. I want to see good in everybody. And even when the worst is forced on me, God will give me grace to look past that. Sometimes it's difficult. But here's the challenge. Can you get past you? Come out of your circle. I try to be a good example. 
unto the people of God. Love people. You can't fake love. It's inappropriate for brothers to spend too much time with new sisters or visiting sisters. So I can only go so far and have to back up unless you get the wrong idea. But I'm not thinking no evil, but I know how it can be perceived, so I back up. But need your sister bridge the gap. You got to get out of yourself. And uh, God is gracious. I'll give you a scripture and I'll stop because I'm talking. We all got problems. Watch the brothers and then watch the sisters. You know why brothers are so much closer than the sisters? Who, who, who can discern that? They tell them, Brother Bob, I will. You might not like it. Give me a key first. First Peter chapter 2. Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in the transgression. Howbeit, she shall be saved in childbearing. It's duality in that interpretation. One, she'll keep bearing a child to Christ will come, the man child. The other one is, women are so selfish, they're so self-centered, they're so self their feelings and their thoughts, and they want to be served, and they want to be honored. Until it's almost impossible for a woman to be saved. Almost. Until you learn to love somebody. What helps them a lot of times is carrying a child nine months. When that child comes forth, oh, you love your baby. You deny yourself for your baby. For the first time, you care more for someone else than you do for yourself. Not when it's convenient, but constantly. Now, poor men, we ain't got no sense anyway. We work all week, come home, get a little check to our wife. We used to serve. You're used to loving someone else more than yourself. You just work, 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 and give it over. Is that right? Did I get it right, young wrong? I mean, I watched a young man work, 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 and send his money home. Work, 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 and send his money back. He's got a child. Well, we're too selfish, and especially you sisters. And then, of course, you always see evil. <laughs> you know why women always see evil? Because it's the evil in them. Don't get mad at me. As a man thinking in his heart, you're always suspecting somebody of something, or suspicious of this or this person that way. That's what's in you. That's your very nature. That's what's working in you. To be a vessel that God can use, you have to overcome that. And that child should help you. Uh, it says eternal love children until they start walking and talking. Like she took a man, she give him back. Won't see that, won't, the relationship with that child severs. See, that's love with partiality. That's not enough. That's not enough. You love as long as you got something to love on. But when that child can walk and talk and tell you, a child will tell you anything. I don't like you. I hate you. That's a child. You can't impute it. And so people will say anything. You can't, you can't hold them accountable for that. Half time, I don't know what they're saying. They're just talking out of emotions. <laughs> to be an effective vessel for God. The key is in, John the Baptist said it, you have to decrease and let him increase. Is Christ in you the hope of glory? You and you ain't nothing but a mud hut. Is Christ in you the hope of glory? So that's, if you really want to be a vessel, Brother Mike, I'm talking to all of us, is in denying yourself. You in Christ, if you see yourself in Christ's stead, it's not hard. If you do it because you feel like it or you're to do it, it won't last because feelings change. You can't do this in the flesh. So the key to this is God give me the love of Christ. Let me you say that. 
It's without partiality. It's seeking nothing in return. Go through it. It thinking no evil. Rejoice in not iniquity, but rejoicing in truth. truth. It beareth all things, hopeth all things, believe it all things, for the good, believe it for the good, until the worst is forced on you. And then, they, then you become a vessel, a pipeline the love of God can flow through. So always see yourself a circle. And you come out of that circle. Uh, you say, yeah, I'll go over and talk to this brother. You already know that, brother. You're not out of your circle. But to leave, and I don't mean to speak to this person so I can get to that person. I mean, when you go to talk to that person, that person is the only one that matters. Not to talk to you on my way to my circle. This brother's in my circle. This sister's in my circle. That's just immaturity. I understand that and try to get people to grow and be patient with them. I understand that. And your brothers, your brothers don't need to be no closer. Once you go out and be that close to others, and you press the sisters, once you spend time with one another, not speaking on your way out, just spend time with one another. Brothers always find a way to come together. Sisters are too selfish, females in general. Brother Brown, you're kind of raw. I'm telling you the truth. The only way to overcome deception is face the truth. You're selfish. How selfish can I be? I'll stop. Or I'd be a pick that up. I see sisters. I've had this to happen. They want to see their husband saved. They really want to see him saved. You've seen it, Brother Michael, many times. Once he gets saved, He's coming home. He's not beating me. He's not cheating me. He's not running around. Then all of a sudden, he's at the church all the time. All of a sudden, he's over at the brother's houses all the time. All of a sudden, too close to Brother Brown. So then the same one who wants to see you saved, they want you to be that saved. Then they start, they start trying to drive a wedge between you and the people of God, a wedge between you and me, because I have too much influence in your life. And so they try to find a way to pry you away from me. Like, I, don't, I can't see you. Like, I'm a novice. I'm no novice. So that's your way of being selfish. You're keeping your husband to you. You don't want someone else having that much influence. Even if it's Christ in you, I don't want you to have that much influence with him. And so now they start dripping or trying to pry you away. I don't even fight. I'm not going to fight for nobody's affection. If God don't show you who I am and someone can drive away, then that's on you. I didn't, I didn't fight back. I don't. I'm not getting no tug of war with you. You're tugging by yourself. But that's the, that's the nature of a, a woman. Boy, look how low it is. <laughs> and men. Okay, I'll stop. I work on this. When you live in your life, please your wife. No matter what she wants, you let her have it. You're, not a, you're, you're a spouse. You're not a husband. A husband job, and of course, your, your sister thinks that she's the head. You know what your sister told me? I was talking to her about you. He said, yeah, he's got to get saved. I got to command my house. She, she, I, she sure did. I, I, I heard I said, Sister Tiffany. Tiff, I, I said, Sister Tabitha. I said, you're not Abraham. <laughs> it's not your house. But I appreciate her zeal. She won't do things. <laughs> she might have been comical. I don't know if she was serious or not. But you're not Abraham. But it takes something for a man to stand up for Christ. I'm not Sister Grace's Lord. I'm not. But I tell her this, and she's sitting there. Don't 
that may catch you turning it. I lose confidence in you, and I may not live long enough to ever give it back to you again. Don't drive a wedge between me and the people of God, me and the things of God. Don't drip on me and turn me because I know what's working in a person. I hadn't caught her doing it, but I still want to warn about it. Get in you. And when you testify to someone like Sister Karen, I appreciate that. Have a care for her, but you're not trying to make yourself that person's Lord. Souls belongs to the Lord. Because I testify to you and brought you in, don't mean you minds. You don't want to build a buddyhood. This is a what? It's a brotherhood. It's about you being saved. And so I'm touching all angles because this is the mind. You have to ask yourself, Lord, show me me. A little bit at a time. Now, I can't take all of me at once. But show me my wrinkles. Show me my blemishes. Show me my spots. And let me work on them. That I can be a tool that God can use. Is that all right? You got to be first partakers. I'll stop time as far as spent. But the husband has to be first partakers. And so the ministry, we have to die first before we expect the people to die. That's a fact. You have to die to yourself. And then you try to get your household to do likewise. And then those that are your brothers and sisters. But this is a life for a life. The life of Adam to gain the life of Christ. Is that all right, saints? So I'm still looking in the booking. When I sit down, you see me, I'll just tell you what I do. You think I'm just sitting here so I'm tired? No, I'm watching you all. I watch who moves around. I watch who doesn't move around. I watch who comes late, who want people to come to them. I watch everything about you. When I'm not here, I'm look, as God is my witness, I go through my mind, if not daily, at least nightly. People in this church, what you do, what you don't do, where you sit, where you don't sit, who you act with, interact with, who you don't. I watch it. When I'm not here, as God is my witness, day and night, I'm looking at you. When you're sleeping, I'm looking at you. Things you can't see about yourself, I'm looking right at you. That's my, I can't get around it. God put that in me. And so that's my job. And I'll tell you, you strengthen your weaknesses. And COVID did you no favors, by the way. I'm going to stop. COVID was your greatest enemy. It broke up your social skills. Your, what you call it, personal space. What do you call that? The spacing you have to create. Six feet. Social, oh, social distance. distance. We never got over it. I mean, you did it physically, but in your mind. Still and then I'm going to say this. I'm walking back to my seat. I'm moonwalking. <laughs> look, look, I'm just telling you, as I moonwalk, you see these kids with these electronic uh, iPhones, iPads? You watch them glued to it for hours, you're destroying or they're destroying their social skills until they don't have social skills. They mean no harm to walk right around and even speak. They don't think about speaking because they got something else. And then the younger kids are watching the older ones. But you have no social skills, how to interact with people. So God, help us to be courteous people. Let's work on our social skills. Can we do that, saints? It's going to take that to build, to work. That's why you invite people to your house. You inconvenience yourself. You're showing yourself open. Every day somebody was stopping by visiting. And I'm in St. Marcus. I need to do it back here. I guess I done bagged up. COVID got me, I guess. People stop coming in and out. You get used to just having your house to yourself. But if it's too good for anybody else, it's too good for you too. You ought to get rid of it. That's my attitude. I don't need five bedrooms. I got five bedrooms because I want to always house people. Sister Grace and I. I don't need that. But I do need it because that's my life. So 
So anyway, that's enough of that for the night. But put these things on your mind. Lord, look at your neighbor. Lord, help me, help me. To, overcome to overcome me, me. which is selfishness. selfishness. We're too selfish. Amen. I said, amen. amen. Do you want to see a bill? Yeah. <laughs> amen. I'm telling you what it takes. Yeah. You do it when you're trying to build relationships. You do it when you're trying to build marriage. Brother Greg, I mean, I don't want to talk about you, sir, but I know everybody's history. I remember you, brother, you on that on the balcony, man, about to die because you couldn't get to sister Vanessa uh, because somebody was standing between you. You went there with a ring, had to come home with the ring. <laughs> <laughs> but you, I ain't see you about to die because you can talk to nobody else. I couldn't get to the brother such and such. I couldn't feel fellowship. You wouldn't die. Next morning, brother, we eating, I mean, a gourmet meal, you stumbling around. I ain't hungry. No last of Vanessa. I was there at the meeting when you, oh, they had to prop you up. Can we love people like you two was loving on one another? And y'all, listen, you could even get to touch one another. They had a sister make sure six feet rude, six foot rude. How you be that much in love with somebody that can't even have a moment with her? Oh, God, help us to love all people like we love. You love your own, don't you? You love your own. Love all people. I'll stop. Okay. I'll say you no more. Amen. Well, let me light in on YouTube, brother Mike. Go yeah. ahead, bro. <laughs> all right, let's just turn up. Man, you love Sister Turner so much, but I was trying to see is it legal to drive a wedge in there? <laughs> But one thing you did do, you met him when she first got saved, and y'all split up when you got back together, and you saw the rest of her. You said, what happened to that church you used to go to? <laughs> I'll go back with you. <laughs> you love her enough to, to, to see the good in her, and you know it was in the church. Yes, sir. Do the same thing for others. You want to see the best Amen. of somebody, get them planted in Christ. Amen. Amen. I'm going to stop. Any others? Don't, don't you laugh, brother. I'm I know your story, too. Uh -oh. <laughs> Sister Calvin, you were quiet then, were you? <laughs> well, you was on brother, Elton brother, like a hound was on blood. <laughs> All right, I'll stop. I ain't going to say nothing else. I'll stop talking. I do know your stories, though. <laughs> Amen. Thank God for salvation, brother. <laughs> Any unspoken requests, we can acknowledge by the raising of our hands. Amen. Let's, let's go forward. And let's ask the Lord, Lord, help me Thank to be less selfish. Yes. Can we add that to our prayer? Yes. Less of me and what? More, More of him. As John the Baptist said, I must decrease, he must increase. He might increase. Amen. Oh, gracious God. Thank you. We appreciate you, Lord, for your great mercy, loving kindness. Oh, God, God, for all you. these needs, Lord, God, help us all be instruments today, Lord. God, vessels that you can use today. Remember our ongoing prayer list, Oh, God, that you would make the difference today, Lord. Help us to do better. Oh, God, touch us, Lord. Make us conduits, Lord. Oh, God, vessels that you can use today, Lord. Lord, all these needs, remember them today, God. We thank you. We appreciate you, Lord. Amen. Amen anything else, I got a good example for us. If 
Everybody would love somebody like Tabitha loved Jacob. Brother, this, 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 this world make be changed. I don't know if you put Huffa Duff in her food, but that woman loved you, sir. <laughs> but if we can love everybody like she loved you, what a wonderful place this would be. Right, we we uh we can you can put your offering in uh in the box here tonight. I'll let where brother Sean not here. Can we have the y'all may be seated? You may be seated. But on Friday nights we've been putting our offering in in uh, in the offering box. Trust God, you'll be just as faithful putting it in the offering box as you would in a basket that we pass around. Amen. Show some maturity when you do so. But um, the announcement, please. Financial meeting, Sister Desiree's meeting. That's that's usually all who's there, but I, but anyway, financial meeting, uh, February nineteenth, uh, six p.m. and it's something we do every year that we can give an account of where where the money's spent and gone. So if you're interested, let her know. Most times she's here by herself, but she will come. Uh, church cleanup. Let's remember that our general cleanup is March 9th at 8 a.m. That's it? Okay. And listen, we're going to be okay either way, no matter what happened. Our insurance, I guess everybody in Louisiana insurance has skyrocketed. We was paying too much already. We was paying $26,000 a month, a year, I'm sorry. 26,000. Was it 36 of the period of working on it? Got it down to 26. Took years. They jumped up $16,000 to 42. Oh, you got a ram in the thickets? Is there what? 54,000. We're trying to get it down to 42. I thought we had, like a ram is not in the thickets. We working, but. We're trying to get it from 55, is that what it is? From 54,000 down to 42 is too much. But $53,000 a year for insurance? And that's downright ungodly. I can't, I don't know what we're going to do. We're not doing that. But anyway, pray to God to have a ram in the things that show us a better. We've been beating the bushes. We thought we had it locked at 42, which is still too much. 42,000 is too much. 26,000 was too much. And I don't complain about bills. I mean, it is what it is. But this is just robbery. This is robbery. Did you have a claim? Yes. They didn't pay up, uh, what, 72,000, Brother Joe? By the way, private, I'm suing them. Because you owe us serious money. You owe us what's been documented by a third-party appraiser. And so you're not, you're not being unreasonable when you want me to pay the premiums. So pay us what you owe us. Anybody know about me? I mean, business is business. I do right, you got to do right too. Believe in justice. Not just us in court. I mean justice. And so uh, that's not right. So I'm suing them. Brother Brown, that's why they went up. No, that's not why they went up. <laughs> they dropped us. So this is new insurance we had last from this year. 
So this is just what the rates are. South Louisiana is going to be too expensive to live. It's trying to drive the citizens out if you're on the Gulf Coast. But anyway, I don't want to talk about these ills in the society. But pray about it. Does, does 53000 sound right for you? You know how much 53000 is a month? 4200 40, uh, 4, is $3,500 a month. 54000 is almost $1,000 a week for insurance. $1,000 a week for insurance. That's insanity. Oh, we're not going to do that. I can't, I can't with a good conscience let that happen. I don't know what I'm going to do, but we're not doing that. That's not, that's not going to happen. So can you all pray with me, please? This thing we can work out, but this is something. This is not working out. So I know it's got to be something. Either that or brother Mike go back to work with Halliburton and write us a check.
And then the world will know what love is all 